0: i stuck in my ways, I'm stuck in the house for most of the day, I'm chasing my dreams or running away, but I got a chance, I'm running my play, I want the nutty, I'll take it away, I'll never change, I'm stuck in my ways. All right, watching. what is going on today? So, welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, get to have authentic and open conversations about things like mental health. Pushing past adversities, whether that be in your personal life, your work life, some entrepreneurial stuff that you're trying out, or maybe just your mental or physical health. At the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is push forward some good vibes and talk about overcoming some of the struggles that prevent us from, you know, really just getting to that pursuit of happiness. So if you're brand new to this content, then please, I invite you to follow this journey with me and hear about different struggles that different individuals have gone through that have given them different perspectives. And if you're not new to this content, and this is something that you have heard before, then thank you for following this journey and supporting the notion that no matter what someone's going through, they're not alone. And all we can really do is just, you know, stand with one another and be there for each other. All I ask in return for this content, if you find it valuable, is just refer it to a friend, refer it to someone who has gone through some struggles, is going through some struggles, or just wants to push their life into a better direction. Now, for the 17th episode today, I got to speak with Heather Retlane And you can find her on Instagram at heathers underscore life. When I met her, she was working and living in the North Shore of Vancouver. We were working at a gym together and she was somebody who was just, you know, super cheery and super outgoing. She was kind of smiling at everyone in the gym and one of the managers there that I was working with you know, invited her to join the team because she was there every single day and she seemed to motivate others and really just want to make an impact in people's lives. So she became a personal trainer there, but since then she's moved across the world and she's kind of rebuilt her whole life. So we talked a lot about that kind of stuff today, but without further ado, let's jump straight into this conversation because I know you'll enjoy it just as much as I did. Bang, All we are right. recording. I don't know why I always say Hello. bang, but bang, That's we okay. are recording. It just starts
1: it up, gives me a fair warning.
0: Exactly. Bang! We're recording. All right,
1: let's do so this. We're today, ready.
0: I am here with Heather Rhett Lane, And I've kind of known you for a couple years now, but I'll let you do your intro yeah. because you've got some huge news to share. So throw mm-hmm. your Instagram out there and tell people what you're all about.
1: All right. Sweet. Well, hello, everyone. Um, I'm Heather obviously, as Mark just said. Um, So we met back at Steve Nash a few years ago and we were working together. And already he like kind of gave me a good understanding that he was into like mental health and stuff. And that's what we chatted a lot about when we were like getting clients and everything. And a few years after I moved to Sydney, which I'm living in currently, he started this channel and I was kind of watching his videos for a little while. And then Mark reached out to me recently, asked me to jump on here and share my story with mental health and all of that. So my Instagram is Heather's Fit Life. Yeah, Heather's underscore Fit Life. And on there, I talk a lot about this um, neurological disorder I have, and disease, and all of my mental health journeys, and my weight loss journey, and all of that stuff. So if you want to jump on there and check me out, I'd appreciate that. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me. Don't really know what else to say. I'll let Mark lead the conversation.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what what kind of? I mean, like since. You left Vancouver. You were working in a gym here. Did you work in a gym at all once you jumped over to yeah, Australia?
1: Actually, I did. So I've worked in a bunch of gyms. So I was managing Anytime Fitness for a while. I was like maybe like three, four months. And then I moved over to Fitness First, which is kind of like equivalent of Steve Nash in Australia. So I was working there in sales. So I never did personal training over here physically. But when I first moved to Sydney, I obviously didn't have a job and like no source of income for a few months. So I actually did online personal training. Which I was like trying to launch for a little bit, but then I took a step back from it now, and I just do that for myself. So I'm not training people anymore.
0: Sweet. Yeah. And that's a huge move, like kind of just to up and pick up from Vancouver. Yeah. Jump over to Australia. It was a good
1: move, though. Yeah.
0: I know a I couple made that people decision, that have
1: like overnight.
0: Really? Because I know a lot, I know a lot of people that have done either like for a year to go to school there or just to go and work there yeah. for a bit. What made you want to go to Australia?
1: I was kind of, well, for my whole life living up, like growing up in Vancouver and stuff, a lot of people, if you're from Vancouver, you'll know it's a very like clicky area I find where I was raised like North Vancouver and West Van and I just never felt like I fit in. So I struggled with that all throughout my teenage and adult years and stuff. And when I finally hit 21, I was kind of at this breaking point where I was like, I need to do something drastic with my life. Otherwise, like, I don't know where I'm going to be because it was just so bad. Like I didn't feel like I had a group of friends. I never felt comfortable in my group of friends when I was going out with them. I wasn't into that bar clubbing scene. I just never felt like I fit in. So I was out with one of my friends and he recently got back from Australia and he was like, yeah, you should just like go there, go do a year travel around. And I was really, really against the idea. I was like, no, I just wanna like buy an apartment and just kind of be a loner and do my own thing. And I like went home that night and I'm pretty sure it was literally that night. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. I'm buying a plane ticket, booked it for one month later quit my two of my jobs and got like rid of everything I owned and brought over a suitcase. And two years later, here I am. And I'm loving it. So it was definitely the right decision.
0: Were you anxious at all before you went?
1: No, honestly, I was so excited. I was like, the worst thing that can happen is I don't like it and I can move back home and go back to my jobs, go back to my house. Like, you know what I mean? It was kind of just like, what's the worst thing that can happen is you don't like it. You come home right and yeah. like all the other material things that I sold my car my furniture I was like that's all replaceable but the worst case scenario is I just come home and start over again you know so here it's like I've completely started my life from ground up and I'm so happy that I did it
0: yeah, it has been really good and so mm-hmm. what what kinds of things like aside from having summer most of the year and of having rain most of the year like what kinds of things feel really different yeah
1: here? Honestly, Sydney and Vancouver get paired, like compared quite similarly, like the lifestyle is very similar and like everyone's into health and fitness, the outdoors. So instead of going up for a mountain walk, you'll go for a coastal walk by the beach and just going out for breakfast and coffee. And it's, there's still a big drinking culture here, but it's a bit more relaxed compared to like the clubbing scene in Vancouver, which is a lot different. So here you'll have like an afternoon drink on the patio or sitting by the water and then go for a swim, go for a walk. Like it's just a very different lifestyle in that sense. And I feel like I fit in perfectly to that. And, like, I know you said, like, the weather, but that's the biggest thing for me is like, vitamin D is like the drug of happiness, you know? So it's like, people in Vancouver, I think, suffer a lot from like seasonal effectiveness disorder because it's so dreary and dark all the time. Mm-hmm. And here, I only have that maybe like one month of the whole year because it's like, this is winter and it's like a bright, hot, sunny day right now. Yeah. You know? So. I think the weather has been like the biggest thing even if it's like not super super hot the sun's always out and that makes a big difference
0: yeah i yeah. worked with a guy actually from australia and he was joking the other day i I was like it's pretty warm out today hey and he's like yeah where's the rest of it like yeah. <laughs> like he was kind of just I like you know it's only 20 degrees here
1: yeah it's kind of funny because i think i like climatized so quickly now like It's like, I say it's a warm winter day, but it's like 15 degrees and I still wear like a puffer jacket outside, you know, and 15 in Vancouver is like wearing dresses and shorts and like going to the beach. Yeah, it's funny. So I've definitely climatized for sure. Like I have a hot water bottle right now. I'm kind of freezing sitting inside, but.
0: Wow. It's like, I'd say it's like 15 degrees here. I'm wearing a t-shirt and I'm like kind of warm. I'm like, I'm like, thank goodness I got water here.
1: I know. It's funny the difference, but. I truly feel like I'm, like, I was meant to be Australian. I always joke to people, but I'm, like, I was meant to be born here. Like, I love it so much. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's sick That's that really you good. kind of found that for yourself. What are the odds, hey? Because you could have yeah. gone anywhere.
1: I know. Yeah, but I always had this, like, weird fascination with Australia growing up. Like, I just loved the animals and the nature documentaries and all those shows about the Australian beaches and stuff. And I've always been a summer girl. So there was always, like, something in the back of my mind being like, oh, maybe I'll do a trip there someday, but I never thought I would be, like, making this my permanent home. Fingers crossed if everything works out for me, but that's my goal.
0: That's sick. Yeah. So, like, I feel like a lot of people would wish they could do that or wish they, you know, like, I feel like a lot of people want to not just, like, move somewhere, but I feel like maybe just travel, but probably move somewhere as well. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of grow up and they don't really like where they're at or they just want to move away. Yeah. Do you know anyone that's kind of like reached out to you? They're like, how would you do this? Cause I want to do it.
1: Yeah. I've had a few friends and like fellow coworkers from back home and stuff. be like, Oh, I really want to pack up and move, but I could never do that. And I'm like, why? What's stopping you? They're like, Oh, my friends and family are here. I have work. And I'm like, yeah, but like those, those are friends in your family. Like if they're truly your friends, they'll be your friends, whether you're across the world or living next door to them. And also like, this is the only chance in your life that you're going to be able to do it. Like if you're not in a relationship, you don't have kids, you don't have a mortgage, like now is the time because you have so much time for like settling down later on in life that's also the thing is a lot of friends have been like oh like I don't want to go over by myself but I'm like I wouldn't want to come over here with someone I think the best thing I did was coming over here alone not knowing anyone and just like figuring myself out if that makes any sense
0: yeah you know yeah, you and you also like get to what do you have like to like lose like
1: yeah and not even if you need to like restart your life, but it's like, you have nothing to lose. Like a job is replaceable. All your furniture you're selling is replaceable or just put it in storage. Like just try it. Cause you never know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: That's sweet. And so, so I don't you, think
1: it's the thing to be scared of. Yeah.
0: What, what kind of improvements have you found like in yourself that you've Like, have you found any improvements in yourself, like, since you moved
1: there? Oh, 100%. Like, I struggled with, like, anxiety and depression so badly back in Vancouver. And since coming here, I've only maybe had one or two bad months where I went through a bit of a rocky patch of just jobs or house transitions and stuff. But now I'm, like, I'm always, always happy. I've never been so confident and just, like, self-accepting of myself. And I just, like, I truly feel like myself. Like, I've literally been reborn since moving over here because my aunt and mom came to visit me last July I think it was and the second she saw me she was like I don't even recognize you because I've never seen you this happy and just like self-assured ever in your entire life you know and hearing her say that I was like shit okay this is like definitely where I'm supposed to be then yeah and that was even a year ago and I'm like I feel like I'm way happier than I was a year ago but even when she saw me at that point she was like I've never seen you this like happy and content so
0: Yeah. yeah
1: that's just like the change other people have seen in me too
0: that's sweet I feel like there must be something like it 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 must like supercharge your self-confidence to be able to just kind of pick up and go somewhere and then kind of rebuild and set up such a like kind of a little setup you know you got like your place that you're living at a job now and you're kind of just like rebuilding and you've reset your life right like there's got to be something that kind of exactly feels good about that right
1: It does. And even like the friends here and stuff, like I think it's such a multicultural area where I'm living. And so I live in Manly Beach, which is like a very touristy part of Sydney and everything. It's kind of like Bondi, but a bit more laid back, I'd say. And there's just people from all over the world. So like I have the most diverse group of friends from like the Netherlands, from Poland, from Spain, from Sweden, like Australians, New Zealands, like all my friend group. They're so multicultural. It's crazy. And that's what I really like as well Is like, it just opens up your doors to so many different people and opportunities. And yeah, it's really, really cool seeing that.
0: That's sweet. And So what kind of like, yeah. uh, like when you say like you, you've kind of like your mood has kind of changed quite a bit. Like, how do you find like that's helped you like mm-hmm. on a day to day kind of basis?
1: I just don't get so down on myself anymore. Like back home in Vancouver, if I had like a low day, I would kind of, reflect onto other things or like deflect onto other people I would lash out at my family members or I wouldn't want to come into work and that would affect my job performance or my eating habits or I would you know go out drinking one night to kind of like drink away the emotions and stuff whereas here like if I'm having a bad day I'll just like put my headphones in go for a walk by the beach go for a coastal run like anything like that and just get outdoors and I feel like a complete reset if that makes sense like it's just like completely the way I like handle my emotions are differently now like I won't Abuse alcohol. I won't just like eat my emotions because I also struggled with like a lot of eating disorders throughout my times back in Van, and I haven't struggled with that once since moving over here. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the way I handle my emotions is so different. I'll like pick up the phone and call my friends, and I've built such a such a good group of friends over here now. Like probably closer friends than I've ever had in my life back home, except for a few select girls that I'm still obviously best friends with back in Vancouver. But Mm -hmm. in such a short time that I've been here, I've made stronger connections that I've never made before. So that's been a really, really good like support system.
0: That's sweet. And so,
1: yeah, I feel
0: like when you're like kind of in a better mind state, when you're in a fun like a happier mind state, I feel like your coping mechanism, mm-hmm. like your choices, have kind of changed a little bit. Like when you're in a lower, it
1: does, yeah. Like when
0: you're in a lower mood, or maybe you're like feeling a little bit worse. Like I'm kind of the exact same way. Then, like my coping mechanisms yeah. are, you know, maybe more towards distractions or partying or things like that, playing video games yeah. even. And then when I'm in a good kind of state, then my coping mechanisms completely shift. Like, takes a one eighty. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's also different too. Like being back home was like rainy ninety percent of the time, and you just like sit in your room, like, "Whoa, is me watching Netflix or just?" You know kind of like really like just staying inside where it's here it's like you just have all the sunshine and so many more things to get outside and do like i never sit at home and just like binge netflix unless it's like a really really crappy rainy day you know yeah. what i mean like that makes a big difference as well as like screen time as well like, i think drastically affects your mental health if you don't like that's what i think though is like the less time you spend yeah. like on social media and watching tv and stuff like the happier you are
0: yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I definitely agree. Especially well, I think that with both, I think that it's really it really is dependent on what kind of content you're intaking all the time. Like if you're watching news mm-hmm. all the that's time. True. You have like negativity bombarding you or if you follow like a certain type of, you know, like Instagram page or Facebook page that's just always kind of giving yeah. you negativity or just like kind of like kind of like shocking you a bit, then you're kinda be like kind of yeah. stunned all day.
1: Exactly. And I think another thing that I did when I moved over here, it sounds a bit cutthroat, but I'm pretty sure like the first day I got off the plane, I was like unfollowing and unfriending so many people on social media and Facebook that I was like, I don't get anything from looking at your posts. And like, we're not friends. So I just don't want you to be in my feed and everything. And that made a big difference as well. So it's like, if there's like pages that you constantly follow and they're like massive influencers who are perfect and every time you look at their account, you feel shit about yourself, it's like, unfollow them you don't need to compare yourself to them like all of that's fake anyways mm-hmm. so that's like another big thing that helped i think because i got so wrapped up in like wanting to be like those cool girls or wanting to be skinny and fit and have like millions of followers and i'd like obsess over it and mm-hmm. now i'm just like no i'll just do my own thing and make it happen for myself but not comparing yeah. those
0: people yeah yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. i feel like definitely the people that you follow and the people that you looked at all the time i feel like like naturally we want to be like what we see all the time especially if we see yeah. that they get a positive response from it then we want that as well right
1: yeah for sure yeah.
0: and so what when you say like you're kind of you said you know like i'm just going to do my own thing on instagram i'm just going to kind of share my story mm-hmm. like what does that kind of look like let's jump into yeah. that
1: yeah okay so this really really excites me so i have i was born with this condition called neofibromatosis. So what it is, is basically you get tumors growing all over your body. So internally, externally, I only have type one, luckily, but there's type two and type three. So type two and type three are when there's like a lot of like cancerous growths that become so large, you have to get amputations or you have to get brain surgery or all of that stuff. So I don't have that. Luckily, mine's only quite minor, but that's what I was born with. And it took me years and years and years to come to terms with it because there's no cure for it. There's no way to manage it. It's just, it is what it is. And a lot of the things when you look online, they're really depressing, they're scary. There's really horrible graphic images and that's instantly where your mind goes to. But for me coming over here, I kind of wanted to like start sharing my story with it and sharing like my fitness journey and mental health journey and weight loss journey with it and like how I found my confidence in myself. And like my kind of idea of like my Instagram was to kind of become like an influencer, but not in like that massive sense, just kind of like a mental health um, influencer for people that have this disease. I think that they do need someone to like look up to and a voice of hope in that sense. So I've been like posting a lot about it recently. And then recently, the the Children's Tumor Foundation of Sydney contacted me and they're local to me and everything. And they're like, hey, we really love what you're doing. We'd love to meet with you and have a chat and stuff. And so I met them for coffee a couple weeks ago. Everything went really well. And they basically want me to jump on board and be like an ambassador for them. And just, like, go to, like, mental health group chats and do it like seminars and charity events and all of that stuff. So I'm really, really excited to be working with them and kind of, like, becoming this voice for everyone who has this. So I never thought that would ever happen. And I didn't even know there was, like, foundations out there like this. Because back in Canada, I've never really heard about it. So here it's been massive for me for that. So it's just been really interesting. That's yeah. really, really
0: cool. That's really sick. Congratulations. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy. Thank you. you. able to not only just voice that because I I feel like that's a brave thing to do is be able to just voice it like that Mm -hmm. but then now that you're able to kind of speak to you know other people and especially like young kids that are dealing with it like that's really really cool
1: yeah and that's the thing like as soon as I started talking about it I get like so many messages on Instagram from parents saying like looking at you like, even a simple photo of me like wearing a bikini at the beach has such an impact on people because they're like, I never thought I could have confidence to wear a bathing suit, but you can, so I'll do it. Or you're giving me hope that my daughter can grow up being confident like you, blah, 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 blah. And it's just been so like, it's been so impact, like really powerful just hearing all those messages and having people reach out to me constantly on a daily basis. And I've been in really close contact with a few of them. I've become friends with a few girls in England who have this condition and it's just brought me, together with a lot of people that I never thought I would connect with so
0: that's yeah so it's cool. really cool that's so yeah cool. I'm so excited when uh could you say you're going to be doing like group chats and stuff like that like I'm assuming it's going to start on zoom mm-hmm. because of you, like I don't know what gathering is like over there probably
1: yeah I think we're going to well they have a zoom like a weekly zoom seminar anyways already going on so I'm not going to be working with them probably for the other two weeks or so we just have to like put together more of a blog post for me and like have a web page launch and everything. Sorry. I'm like stumbling on my words, but then pretty soon I'll be starting okay. to talk at like seminars and all of that. So yeah, it'll definitely be over zoom right now though. Nothing in person, but yeah.
0: That's sweet. That's really sweet. And so yeah. like, because you're going to be giving advice to, you know, kind of like kids and things like that. Like what, what do you think that you wish you heard? when when you were like kind of younger struggling with this I like- think
1: when I was younger I would have wanted to hear like people don't notice it as much as you think they do and also like you don't have to worry until you have a reason to worry that's the biggest thing I can say because a lot of the times doctors would just be like freaking out about it and stuff and making me really anxious and like insecure about it and they would kind of treat me like this like zoo animal and I would walk into the doctor's office because it was so rare Like hardly any doctors actually see people with the cases so they would come in and start poking me and looking at all my bumps and i'm like okay can you just like treat me like a normal person but i think that really triggered it when i was younger to like really be ashamed of my body and really cover up and just not ever want to talk about it so i think whenever i talk to the parents now on instagram who messaged me i'm like tell your kids it's okay tell them like they're gonna be all right like you know unless they have like a really really bad like tumor growing in their brain then you don't need to worry about it because here I am and I'm thriving and everything. I've only had to have two removed in my lifetime and that didn't even affect me. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't cause like fear out of something until you actually have a reason to worry. Cause then you're just living your life in like fear and anxiety the entire time.
0: Yeah. No kidding. And so Mm -hmm. do you feel like having this new outlook or do you feel like having this new mindset that you have shaped around it? Like how, like, how did you like, when do you think that that kind of shifted?
1: Um, I don't want to like make it sound like it all was because of like getting in shape and losing weight. But I think that really, really sparked it for me was becoming really confident with myself. And like, I've said this on so many other posts on Instagram, but like the gym literally changed my life. Like stepping foot into the gym for the first time, lifting weights, seeing my body change and seeing like, just building confidence in myself. Like the gym just gave me so much hope and confidence and the endorphins just made me happier. And that was like my biggest saving grace in life, the gym. So that's why I'm also so obsessed with fitness and nutrition and eating well and not drinking that much. And that's just like completely changed who I am today. And I think even moving over here, I've become in way better shape and my eating habits have gotten even better. And I just live such a healthy lifestyle now. Like I just can't help but love who I am. Like flaws and all, And like, it's fine. Like I just, I'm so confident with who I am. I don't really care that I have tumors growing all over me. I'm like, fuck it, it is what it is. Like I'm gonna make the best out of the situation yeah you know what I mean like you can't there's like nothing you can do about it so yeah
0: yeah and so how do you think that that's kind of like shaped kind of like who you are as a person because I feel like those things that you kind of overcome like I feel like every person I know that not just anything physical but any adversities they've had to overcome I feel like Mm -hmm. there's something that they could they could attribute to you know their maybe like their personality or their mindset like how do you think that that's kind of yeah yeah
1: I think, I don't know. I feel like when you talk to kids that were like sick kids growing up, like they're always the ones that I don't want to say like, I've come out the strong, like stronger in the end, but I have, like, it's made me really appreciate life and like, look at things differently and also appreciate everyone for who they are. Cause like, I also had scoliosis. So I had scoliosis surgery when I was like 11 or 12 years old and overcoming that was a challenge as well. And I just think like every little hurdle that I faced, it's just made me like enjoy life a little bit more because it makes me so grateful for what I have you know what I mean so that's made me really strong that's made me super confident and happy and friendly to people and like so accepting of like everyone no matter of their shape size race gender sexual orientation like I'm just like everyone has their own story everyone has their own struggle and it's just like you have to be accepting of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and so that answers, yeah pardon me I was gonna say if I answered your question I think I went on a bit of a tangent there yeah but... no
0: no that's good that's good I like that because it is kind of true like I, I any of my friends that I look up to a lot or any people actually in my life that I look up to a lot I find you know yeah. there's not just like maybe one or like two significant events but I feel like they're just kind of you know good at overcoming adversities or good at overcoming stress and I feel like that starts at like at a young age. And that was always guess, something, like, yeah. I kind of, you know, like, I always wish that I could look back and, like, I don't know if, if you get this, but, like, I always look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I kind like, could go back to that age, but I know everything that I know now.
1: Yeah. Shit. That would make life so much easier if we could, honestly. But that's also why I want to be that person that, like, those little girls and boys look up to. Like, I want to be that voice that tells them, like, it's okay. Your life is going to get better. I promise you. Like, Cause you know, like you, it's so sad, like thinking about how young I was when I first got depression. And it's like, it's just heartbreaking to like go, I went home recently last year and I was like reading my old journal entries and it broke my heart to see like how sad I was. And I'm like, fuck, if I could just go back now and be like, your life is going to be amazing. Just give it a couple of years. Like, I wish I could do that. So I want to be that voice to give all those little kids suffering with mental illnesses and just tell them like, it will be okay. Like, don't ever give up because you will be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah you know like I wish we could go back or send ourselves a letter and just be like it's fine don't worry about it yeah
0: and do you think that like did you, you said that when you started working out you started kind of you know getting more of a body composition that you were looking for mm-hmm. you started feeling a lot better was that before or after you wanted to kind of become a personal trainer
1: That was kind of in the middle of it, actually. So I was living up in Kelowna doing photography school and I struggled a lot with like drinking problems and eating disorders during that stage. So I put on a lot of weight as you kind of do when It's like your first year of college as well. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really insecure. And I like signed up at this gym and like I've always been into like fitness kind of like yoga and dance and stuff, but I never like actually understood the process of it and nutrition side of things. And I met one of the girls in my classes and she was like a professional bodybuilder. So she kind of introduced me into lifting weights. And then maybe like four or five months after that, I just kind of became obsessed with it and started following all those like fitness influencers on YouTube and Instagram. That was when they all started really getting big. And that's where that like obsession with it came in being like, oh my God, I want to like be a fitness girl. And then I actually dropped out of photography school, moved home and got my online certification and then joined Nash and then I got approached by one of the trainers they're asking like hey like I see you in the gym all the time like maybe you should become a personal trainer for us and I was like oh I'm actually thinking of doing that had my interview and then a month later I was hired so it just kind of all happened really quickly and just at the same time yeah
0: that's sweet and so what what do you think that was like kind of your well I guess like a better question is even though you're not doing it now like was it something that you mm-hmm. really enjoy doing do you kind of
1: I did. Yeah. I like nothing makes me happier as well than like seeing like change in my friends and clients bodies and seeing them get confidence in themselves. And it's not always about weight loss, but it's just building that confidence. Like you can walk into a gym, have a good session and walk out feeling 10 times happier just because of the endorphins. So like being able to teach people that was a really, really big thing for me. And like, I love nutrition. I love recipes. So I would just like spend so much time with my clients going over food and meal ideas and not to restrict and just teaching them like the importance of nutrition and how it affects you long-term as well. And I gained some really, really good friendships out of that. I have one client that I talk to all the time. Like I'm one of, she's one of my best friends and it's changed so much for me. Like it was just like life-changing being a personal trainer. It wasn't like a long-term thing, but it was a short-term thing and it really benefited me because I just loved making people happy and like wanting to make them love themselves. Like that's my end goal in life.
0: Yeah. Why why do you yeah. think it is that, you know, fitness is such a good avenue or a, a way of, you know, boosting confidence? Why do you think it is that it kind of helps us feel good? Like aside from like the physical aspect? Is,
1: yeah, I just think it comes down to endorphins. That's like the happy drug, you know, after a good workout or a run, like you always hear the term runner is high and that's exactly what it is. Like you get high off those endorphins and you feel so happy, like you can like take on the world and then just it's like an endless cycle. It's like after you do that once you're like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to go back in and do another session and lift heavier. And then once you start seeing your body change, you're like, oh, this is kind of like a fun side effect of working out and then you get more confident and it's just, you know, but not again, that like comes back to like the whole body culture thing too. It's like, you can still be a size like 20 and love your body and that's totally fine. But, and like, you can still be in really, really good shape. Like you see power lifters and stuff, like everyone's bodies are so different. It doesn't mean being skinny or fat, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what your body looks like you can still love fitness and get the same effects from it and still be confident just because those endorphins completely change how your mind works
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i feel like there's always just something about you know that feeling when like it's because the endorphins you get after the workout but i feel like there's something about mm-hmm. you know like the before the workout sometimes when you're like oh i don't want to do this and then you just do yeah. it anyways like i feel like that's oh like, yeah a i have yeah used.
1: It's 100% is. There's been so many mornings where I'm like, I do not want to be in the gym right now. I need like three shots of coffee to get me going. But then as soon as you just start lifting weights or start seeing everyone else in the gym at like 5am training, you're like, okay, I'll just get through it. And then once you finish, you're like, oh my god, I can take on the world. It's so nice that I like did a workout this morning. And you always feel better after it. And even like, some days I go into the gym, and I do 20 minutes of cardio. And I'm like, that's it. That's my workout. That's all I'm doing for today. Other days, I'll spend two, three hours just having fun and doing a full body workout and talking to my friends and it's like it is there's no time limit for myself when I go in there I'm like I'm doing whatever I want to do and I'm happy with it when I'm done so that's what I like about it
0: yeah that's sick yeah and so I like when when you went through like kind of your mindset shift or when you felt like you were kind of improving in terms of like confidence and kind of wanting to be able to like share your story really like what yeah What were some indicators like that you kind of knew like okay yeah i feel like i am a bit more confident now or i am able to share my story at this point like how did you kind of know
1: i think it was when i started it's interesting like my instagram didn't really start to build until i moved over here and once i started getting like like, some meeting friends or stuff out at like the bars or the gym and stuff wherever i'd meet people they'd be like oh your instagram's so inspiring like i really like have so much respect for what you're doing and your transformation and your journey like I just kept getting like, a little bit of like positive reinforcements from like random people all over and that just really started to fuel that I was like okay maybe I actually do have a purpose and it's you know not just training people but it's also talking about mental health and this disease that I have and like everything and that was when I was like fuck it I'm just gonna be so open on my Instagram and start posting what I want to post and don't worry about looking like a glamorous fitness girl and like you know what I mean I was like I just want to be really raw and authentic and since then I've gotten nothing but positive feedback and is opening up many more doors of opportunity now for me, which is great.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like, that's so much to, I feel like there's like so much advice that you could give between like kind of like anxiety and depression and it's Mm -hmm. NF1, right?
1: Yeah. NF1. Yeah. Yeah, So it's neurofibromatosis is the actual disease, but I just have NF1.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I just feel like with all that going on, there's so much that you could share. I feel like that's like kind of a mm-hmm. perfect position for you as like kind of like an environment yeah. for that whole thing.
1: Exactly. And I mean, now working at the Children's Foundation, like that's going to open up so many more doors for me. So I'm, I can't even imagine like where that could potentially lead me in like five years time, you know? Like it's really cool to think that I'm starting to actually work with something like that. Because like talking yeah. to me, like if you talk to me, 10 years ago and said that I'll be like the face of that disease I'd be like no way I don't want that I don't want anything to do with it like I really shamed away from it and now I'm like fuck yeah like that's who I am like shout it from the rooftop like I don't care
0: that's really sick I'm really excited
1: about it yeah so
0: when you were a kid do you think that if you saw this kind of like foundation or something like this going on do you think that you would have gravitated towards it or do you think that like
1: Maybe I think it depends like who they would be showing on it because sometimes you see photos of kids that have really bad like tumors or in the hospital or they have amputations and like that kind of is a sad like it's not sad to look at but it does break your heart a little bit because you feel bad for them and you're like oh my god they're going through so much at such a young age and like it is really sad and I know there's going to be some moments where I'm like talking at seminars and I'm just going to like I 100% going to start crying because it's going to be really Mm. confronting and stuff. But I think if I like saw that page growing up, I would need to see someone who's like confident and fit and happy and just kind of like a really normal looking person. Like you wouldn't look at them and think they have this. And that's kind of how I want to do it. That's how I want to present myself. Cause it's like, if you look closely, you can see all my tumors, but it's not like confronting. And I think that's what a lot of people need to see because of course with every disease, whenever you look it up on Google and stuff, like they always show you the worst cases, the worst photos, like you'll only see the worst of it. You never see the good side of things unless it's like mm. a really rare post that you read. So, and that's also why all the parents message me saying like, you're the only good thing I've seen on this on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's like incredible to me that I'm the only good person posting about it. Like I shouldn't be, you know, there's so many more people out there who have it and like probably way minor than me who don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. But I want to be that person that's just like the normal look, like, you know what I mean? Is I don't know if that makes sense but like I don't want people to be like scared of it because it's not something to be scared of unless you have to be scared for it if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah yeah. you you kind of know like if it if it's going to be like Mm life-threatening
1: exactly yeah but yeah I think like if I was younger and like saw someone like me I would be like I would love myself way more 100% I would have so that's like I want to be like that role model for like my little childhood Heather, you know, like I want to be that yeah. girl that like I would look up to when I was younger. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you think that oh, well, okay. like obviously a lot of people that you know have this probably do suffer from you know not just like depression but also anxiety, right? Like probably like, they do. See, yeah. Like social anxiety or.
1: Yep, yeah, they always message me also saying like, "How do you date? How do you like?" put yourself out there how do you make friends and tell people about it and I'm like I just live my normal life I'm like I don't have an issue meeting people I don't have an issue making friends like it's just who I am and like I'll tell you when I want to tell you about it or you'll look on my Instagram and I'm like telling you in every single post so it's just like it's just another thing about me it's just I feel like it's just like looking at someone and having like freckles you know it's like some people have freckles are really insecure about it I have bumps so like it is what it is you know I think that's also what a lot of people suffer with is they think people are going to judge them and think they're gross or don't want to be friends with them because of it. And I'm like, no one actually gives a shit. Like literally no one does. Like every single person I've told is like, oh my God, like, I didn't know you had that, but like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. They're like, sweet. Awesome. Let's like, go for coffee. You know, like no one actually cares. You're the only one who cares so much about it. Like no one gives a shit. So that's the thing. Like you have to tell yourself that, like, don't be insecure about it because everyone is insecure about something else. You know?
0: Yeah, I was about to say I feel like everyone kind of has that feeling. I feel like it's only when it's like a, a visual, like a something maybe that we feel like is obvious, then yeah, like yeah. we feel like everyone else pays attention to it just because we do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I like read something on this fitness post the other day saying like your current body right now is someone's like dream body. So it's like never be insecure with what you have because what you look like now and what you have currently is someone's like life goal, you know? So like everyone's always chasing after something that they don't have, but it's like actually you're in a perfect position for where you need to be right now, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, And most of the time you can always still keep working, right? Like even if you're in a spot where you're not happy, it's like, well.
1: Exactly. You can always work to change it then.
0: Yeah. And like we got like pretty like I feel like this is like the best time to kind of get into fitness because there's like apps, there's so much info online.
1: hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Like I feel like, like maybe like 50 years ago, it might've been like way harder to get the information. Of course. Like, yeah. I feel like this is kind of like the best. I time. know.
1: I kind of feel like this whole thing has been like a blessing in disguise. Like it's really made people slow down and appreciate life a little bit more. It's been a big wake up call for so many people and I mean, it's terrible what's going on, but I honestly do think it's been a blessing in disguise in some way. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Or at least like you're, I I like that you can kind of like, even if you like, cause it obviously is a pretty negative situation, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it's nice to, it's refreshing to have someone that, you know, finds like the positive in in those types of areas.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I can't like see your family and stuff and people are so sick and dying, but like at the end of the day, if you're healthy and your family's healthy, like you have it pretty good. So, you know, like whenever you see people complaining about even like the gym is being shut down or the bar is being closed, it's like, just do a fucking home workout. Like you don't need, you know what I mean? Like just stay home and do your thing. Like it doesn't actually matter, but yeah, yeah. It's a whole other topic, but you know, yeah. it's just like, I mean, you have yeah. to make, you have to make the best out of a worse situation. That's the simple thing of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like even, even if you don't, even if you don't agree with locking down or having businesses shut down or if you do i don't really like it doesn't matter to me where yeah. you fall that being said you do have to kind of learn how to adapt because
1: yeah 100%
0: you know, like you and i just don't really get to make the rules so i like, think no, you kind of just exactly. have to adapt right
1: yeah and like i had fun with it all like during lockdown here like I like wasn't one of the ones to like run out and buy all the weights, so I took wine bottles filled them up with dirt and water and made weights out of wine bottles and like used a skateboard as an ab roller you just like get creative and it's fun so I kind of had fun with that to be honest I was like okay like what can I do today and just running around the kitchen in circles doing laps like it is what it is yeah you make the best out of
0: it. Yeah, I definitely slid off the wagon in some ways, like there was ways that I was, you know, not eating the best or, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of, I was pretty on point with my sleeping schedule, even though I'm thrown off a little bit more now. But I'd say like the number one thing that kind of helped me out stay like mentally sane through the whole thing especially now because like businesses are kind of kind of opening up now I'm I'm like back to full-time work so I I feel like it's like mostly open and I feel like the main thing that kind of got me through it was just kind of like changing it all together like I just didn't lift really at all I would do like a little bit of push-ups pull-ups but mainly just like running and doing cardio like stuff that I wasn't used to doing
1: yeah exactly I know even for me like I never used to go on like a daily walk or hike and stuff. Like I would go for like a 10, 15 minute one, but I would never go for a solid hour. And then every day I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this big coastal walk up to this lookout point. And that was an hour, hour and a half every single morning. And it just became really, really good. Like it was a good habit that I built. And Now I try to do it a couple times a week now. So yeah, I built some good habits out of it for sure.
0: That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. So what, like yeah. with, obviously I don't want you to give away too, too much information, but in the next couple of weeks, when you start working, you know, at your new position, is that going to be like a complete full time position? Is that going to be a full like change of employment? So
1: it's not going to be like a job or anything. It's more like an influencer ambassador position with them. So they're like a nonprofit society. So it's like, I'm not going to be working for them, but I'm going to be Mm -hmm. like working with them, you know, so they're just going to put me in contact with a marketing agency and stuff as well to get my Instagram potentially under some management to also help me boost my profile and presence. So they're really wanting to help grow me as a business and also help me like reach out to their foundation. Yeah. So it'll be cool. So I don't, I don't really know what they have in store for me. We've only met once so far, but we've been emailing back and forth trying to figure some things out. So it's really exciting because it could open up so many doors and even just to speak to like one group a week would be amazing for me. I'd be excited for that. And I do know in September, it's like national NF month. So they have a big foundation, like a big fundraiser and stuff set up. And hopefully if like COVID, it actually is allowed to happen, but I definitely want to do some big fundraiser for that. And yeah, so I don't know what I'll do. They usually go like bungee jumping or they shave your head for it. So I'm like, let's see. I don't know if I'm going to shave my head, but maybe I'll go bungee jumping and like raise a bunch of money and do that. So we'll see, but it's exciting. So there's a few things that I know I have like lined up for the future with them
0: yeah it's wicked that's cool that's really really yeah I'm excited all right yeah that is so sick so like what like like would you make that type of thing like a job if you could
1: yeah if it led to full-time work and like say even sponsorship down the road 100% I'd be open to it yeah it's like I am very passionate about it and I'm like well it's my life it's very predominant in my life so I might as well make a living off of it you know what I mean But I think ideally it would be more through like social media and like marketing and stuff side of things. But if the opportunity comes knocking, I'll open the door and say, sure, let's do it. You know, I'm very open to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No kidding. It'd be fun. Like, do you, I feel like because you came from like a personal training background and now you're going to kind of going to be going into like a position like this, where you still get to kind of, you know how people get closer to a position where they want to be in mm-hmm.
1: like yeah what,
0: what do you think kind of draws you towards that all the time
1: I think I don't know I just like I don't know why I'm so obsessed with like wanting people to be happy but I think it's with, like I struggled so much with like depression and stuff like I never thought in a million years I'd be like alive at 23 years old or 24 now yeah 24 you know what I mean and it's like for me like I'm so obsessed with that like telling people like it will be okay your life will drastically change like I just I'm so obsessed with people knowing that and accepting themselves and finding happiness like that's just been my life goal now that's all I care about is telling people to like be happy and love themselves and that's just like my end goal at the end of the day yeah I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it I'm just like I'm so passionate about it yeah
0: yeah I feel like like you said earlier I feel like that kind of is like your purpose um mm-hmm.
1: Yeah and I'm finally realizing that like seeing that like foundations are contacting me that all the parents are messaging me I'm like okay I could do this like this actually is like kind of working out for me so yeah, yeah. it's exciting.
0: Do you think that like being able to just actually like literally find your purpose was something that kind of helped shift your mind state and kind of helped you with this whole thing as well? 100%
1: yeah because I think when I was living back home I was just like okay I'm a personal trainer I'm working at a bar doing waitressing and stuff I was like I can't do this forever but I didn't have an end goal and I was just like well what am I doing I'm just making money you know so my obsession was just to make money and become rich right that was all I was doing in Vancouver whereas when I moved here I'm like I'm pretty poor because I'm only on 20 hours a week right now because of my student visa but I'm like a thousand times happier so and I was like you know what I mean like it's like more money more problems and stuff and also moving over here it was just like life-changing the way my finances shifted my friend life shifted and all of that so yeah like I've kind of realized my purpose isn't just to like have money there's so much more to life than that so it's made me like really appreciate what I do have and then actually put time and energy into things that I want to change in the world
0: yeah yeah do you think that everyone has that like a purpose or or like something to fulfill or
1: 100% yeah I think you everyone does obviously it's just a matter of like, if they want to find it, or if they're happy living their like day to day life at the nine to five job in the city, like everyone has different goals in life. And some people love just like working nine to five, making money, going out partying. And that's fine by me. Like, that's your life, but that's not how I want to live mine. So whatever makes you happy. I always just say like, you do you, whatever you want to do. But I think everyone does have some purpose. It's just not everyone has that voice to share. You know what I mean? They don't have that motivation to share it
0: yeah how how do you think that people could find their purpose if they haven't already like what do you think
1: i think it just comes down to like who you surround yourself with too like what like what motivates you in life like figure out like what you've been through and if there's i don't know it's just maybe like maybe not everyone does i don't know it depends on what you want to accomplish out of life and what makes you happy like for some people, their purpose is being a good banker, or their purpose is being a gym manager, you know, and it's like, they're still changing lives, they're still affecting people, they're still doing what they're supposed to do. Like, not everyone's going to be like a famous mental health person, but that's okay, you know, because you still need everyone else to keep the world running. So It's like, everyone's doing their own thing. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, I don't know how to say it. But like, Everyone has a purpose, and whatever they're doing is fine as long as they're happy at the end of the day. yeah, like don't feel the pressure to have to be this amazing like spokesperson for every single thing in life. Like you don't have to as long as you're happy, that's what you're supposed to be doing,
0: yeah. And I feel like maybe yeah. like your purpose doesn't always need to like solely be like your career. like it could be you know the like maybe like the way you treat people or maybe like a child you yeah. raise or it could be like any exactly.
1: Right and that's the thing you see a lot of like single parents and stuff raising their kids and society sometimes looks at them and say like oh like you left your job for this or and it's like no well they're raising a family like that's their purpose or they're a really good cook or they're a really good parent or a really good singer or whatever like everyone has their own purpose and it doesn't have to be like life-changing but they're doing something that changes someone's lives so yeah.
0: Yeah I feel like as long as Uh, No, as long
1: as they're happy
0: yeah it it is hard hard to kind of properly I think
1: that's yeah I know I'm really bad at speaking sometimes my words just like jumble together but yeah
0: yeah I feel like as long as you kind of bring like your passion or your like talent or skill like if you can bring it to life somehow. I feel like that could be your Mm -hmm. purpose. Like if you could
1: manifest it either
0: physically or emotionally so that like either people could experience it or witness it being experienced, I feel like that's kind of like the purpose, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Well, I'm getting pretty much lost for words at this point. Me too. Yeah. And I'm – we're super stoked that we got to do this out honestly like me this too yeah a it was really nice shift for my day because i was kind of like it's eight o'clock p.m here now so i'm yeah. like getting ready like for like only
1: bed. one in the afternoon
0: yeah, yeah. i'm getting ready and for that's bed. a
1: big time difference as well
0: <laughs> yeah you're living in the future you're living tomorrow Damn,
1: i know there we go time that's so, sick. Real.
0: so did you know that actually i'm about <laughs> to throw all the pressure on you did you know that this is the what coolest,
1: are you gonna
0: do? Yeah, this is the coolest part. Oh, actually, God. So, the best part about me is I'm lazy, and you kind of know that already. That I like to just like pass off responsibility. So I'm gonna get you to <laughs> just kind <laughs> do my. I'm gonna get you to do my outro for me, and um, okay. I'm gonna say thank you for everyone to watch. Because this is pretty much the last thing I'll say. But I just give like yeah, kind of. Me. Like you get like shout out your Instagram, shout out like uh like what Mm -hmm. you do, obviously one more time. So people can find you on Facebook, your website, whatever whatever content you're putting out, this is your time to throw that out there. But on one condition, you gotta spread some positivity for people. So you gotta give a positive message for people as well. And that's how we're gonna end this off.
1: Okay. Full of pressure's on. All right. I know, I know. Thanks everyone for watching. It was lovely having a chat with Mark and reconnecting after like probably two years since we last properly spoke to each other. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. Um, again, my Instagram handle is heathers__fitlife. So jump on there. Give me a, some love and a follow. And if you ever need to message me about anything, like even if it's like the simplest problem, message me. I'm chatting all the time to people on there, helping them with their daily struggles and stuff. So I, my message is always open. You can even message me on Facebook, which is just Heather Rattling me a friend request whatever you want to do i'm always here for you and i guess my like little thing of positivity the positivity thing for the day is just like you do you as long as you're happy live your life and you know like don't ever be afraid to ask for help like no problem is too small to ask for help no matter what it is just reach out to whoever is in your life that you feel comfortable doing that to. and if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to someone in your life message someone Random on Instagram, you know, someone's account that you love following, just shoot them a message and they're probably open to chat. So just do that. Don't ever be afraid to ask for help because no problem is too small. Thanks for watching. And yeah, I hope to do this again soon. It was really good. Okay. Of
0: of course. 100%. Thank you so much. And that is it. Peace out. Of
1: course. All right. Bye.